Meredith. And I'm Jenna. And together, we are are Insanely Relative. Relative. Welcome, everybody, to our live show today. We'll start with our quote. It's, reading gives us somewhere to go when we have to stay where we are. So, that is our quote for the day. Which brings us to why we are going to discuss what we're discussing today about book club. Yes, that we started when we were in a pandemic. Correct. So Jenna and I were trying to figure out something productive to do and to get our minds off the negative things that we were feeling or seeing or hearing. Right. So Jenna had suggested, hey, why don't we do a book club? And I said, well, I've never been in a book club. And so we were a book club of two. And um, it went very well, though. <laughs> so we I had started I had read a book. Uh, prior to the book club, and I think you read it, maybe not uh, Great Small Things by Jodi Picoult. So I was supposed to read that book Okay, for my other book club that I was part of, and if she's listening, she's going, yep, you were, and you did it, and I didn't read it. Good book. Yeah, I know it's a good book, and I need to read it because I've heard great things about it. Yeah, my sister-in-law, Lisa, mm-hmm. had yes. told me to read it, and I really enjoyed it. So on the summer read list, that would be one to throw on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, I, I don't know if everybody remembers, but we're going to be interviewing, um, our favorite author. Um, her name is Heather Slowicki. Um, but we're going to talk about her in a little bit, but we just wanted to touch on a couple other books that, that get honorable mention. <laughs> yes, definitely. So I think your pick was Lilac Girls. Before we, was it this one? Before we were yours. Or was that yours? I don't remember. <laughs> but anyway, so we'll start with Lilac Girls, and that's by Martha Hall Kelly. Mm-hmm. And that that was deep. It was a little bit deeper. It was very deep. It, and it was. But it was a page turner. It was a page turner. And we really liked it. And we had a lot to talk about each time we, we met to discuss, which, by the way, we didn't do book club like most people do book club where you meet once a month. We were talking like okay. every day. <laughs> Every day. So, but yeah, that one was really good. Deep, but good. Yeah, definitely. Again, put that on your list. And we'll put these uh, on our Facebook and our Instagram. Then the other one was Before We Were Yours by Lisa Wingate. Mm -hmm. Um, I liked that. I did too. At first, I, sorry, excuse me. Jenna has a fur ball. (laughs) At first, I was like hesitant to read it just because of, what I thought it was about, right? Um, but I ended up loving it. And that was based it. on true events, yes. right? Yes. yes. So that was another one. Now there was, <laughs> I, I read the next book called I'm Still Standing by Colleen Coleman. Mm. I read three quarters of it. Yeah, but we started this book when? Last September? No, it was like April. Last April. That's even it worse was- <laughs> because it's over a year that oh, you wait. haven't read it. Maybe it wasn't last No, April. it was like fall. But yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah, yes, because we started the books right. But yes, and I picked this one because we needed a light read. Mm. Um, and then I ended up not finishing it. And you don't even remember what happened because you read it so long ago. Yeah, it's been forever ago. So so yeah. clearly we know which one is the procrastinator in the group. Jello. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, so then that brings us to our favorite books. Yes, by far. So a girlfriend of mine had mentioned, oh, hey, why don't you read Heather Slowicki's book? And I'm like, what's the book? And she said, oh, she did a trilogy. 
Um, and we went to high school with her. Well, I didn't know Heather in high school except for the passing, but we had a huge class. Um, so Heather actually launched her debut mystery suspense thriller series in March of 2020, which could mm, that have been perfect. better timing? So timing. Heather graduated from Central Bucks High School East and she um, went to Widener University where she holds a Bachelor of Arts degree in English literature. So she began her writing career as a feature writer for the Bucks County Courier Times and has spent the last 25 years as an award-winning senior copywriter. So the books are, um, we have element of truth, element of danger, mm -hmm. and element of secrecy. Uh, secrecy's first. So secrecy, yes. okay. And then oh, danger, wow. then truth. Yeah. Right. So you'll see, it's a trilogy and they're one, two, and three. So good. And I'm telling you, everybody, put these on your summer read book. You list. have to. They are so good. They're page turners. Yes. They have so many, um, like it's, it's twists like. Twists and turns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's twists and turns and the characters, like you really, the way she portrays them in her writing, mm -hmm. you can picture them in your mind. Absolutely. I even had, I remember <laughs> I was discussing with you. She reminds me of this actress, the main character, and the and then the boy, the guy, one of the male characters. I said, "Oh, I think he reminds me of this." I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to ruin it for you guys. So yeah, so it was you. I was so enthralled in this book that there were times because I live in the area where mm -hmm. this takes place. Yeah. So it's like Lake Nakamixon, Haycock Township. There's this one restaurant in Lumberville that um, you know that she's talking about and Lahaska and New Hope. Yes. So there's times when I'm reading this book and I would then be out and about and something would happen and I would feel like I was in the book. Yes. And yes. I'm thinking, oh my God, she has put me in this book mm -hmm. to the point where I am so captivated yes. by what I'm reading that I feel like I'm a part of it. Which is amazing. That's an amazing author. Which is why we love, love, love Heather and we love 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 these books yes so I think we have Heather now on our line Heather are you there can you hear me yes okay great I'm just eating all this up <laughs> keep talking <laughs> Heather that is truly how we feel yes thank you so much that 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 is so kind and it was so much fun um, doing these books just because I'm so passionate about where I grew up and you probably didn't know me from CB East because I was new my junior um, year okay. to this day people in my graduating class even like some of my closest friends with me after school um, didn't even know that I went there and a lot of my friends are, are a year I, I graduated in 85 and uh, what year did you graduate 86. Uh, right. So those were my friends <laughs> because you came in, uh, you know, at the same time I did. So um, right. that's how I met Brenda. Brenda's a really good friend. And my brother um, graduated in 87. And so I was, you know, I was friendly with his class too. So um, yeah, we, I bounced around a lot, which is how I know so many different areas of Bucks County because I, well, technically, I grew. I my dad moved us to five different locations. Okay. And, um, yeah. So I just I kind of you know uh, it, the book just the the series just went. It really covered everything. 
<laughs> yeah, so I know you're an award winner. So you won the Indies Today Award for Best Suspense for Element of Danger. Congratulations. Yes, Thank that's amazing. You. And then your other two books, Element of Secrecy and Element of Truth, were finalists. So how does that feel? It feels great. It feels great. It feels, um, you know, like it was all worth it. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost surreal, right? Yes, yes. I feel validated. You know, there's there are times in the process where, you know, even my own husband um, was like, how much are you writing? You know, because I started off with one book and then I was like, wait, you do believe in me, right? And then you start to second guess yourself. So I guess, you know, you, you become as the more great reviews come in, especially from ed editorial reviews. And then I was featured in a, in a magazine. Um, like you were saying, what a time to launch a book series during COVID. Mm -hmm. I had all these um, book signings scheduled and I was featured in a magazine called Kirkus Magazine. And it's, they do not just um, self-publish publishing um, authors, but they do everyone. You can find Stephen King's um, reviews on there. The wow. only difference is their agents pay for their reviews, whereas I pay for my own. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but I was featured on their magazine, which goes to, I mean, hundreds of thousands of bookstores and libraries, but they all closed. So, right. uh, <laughs> yeah, so right. I had to kind of push that thought aside, which was a big one for me. I like, I, I really pictured myself doing a lot of book signings and doing some traveling and going to, um, especially, um, some indie bookstore stores and stuff like that, but, ah, so much for that. So I quickly, um, switched gears and, um, I focused on a lot of, um, ebook sales and stuff like that, which probably worked out for me. Well, I'll tell you, word of mouth is what got us to start reading the book, which is why we wanted to share this with our right. friends and family and let them know that it's, I mean, it's definitely a page turner. I, I applaud you for keeping me so enthralled. And I, I want to kind of like say that it reminded me of how captivating the Da Vinci Code was. I read the Da Vinci Code in a weekend. Thank you. And, and I'm, I'm serious. So I said to Jenna, I'm like, oh my gosh, we have to read the next book. She's like, yeah, we got to read the next book. <laughs> so I'm glad you did all three at the same time because I don't know how I could have waited to find out what happened. Right. Well, for me, like if there's a series involved, I have to read them all at once. Like that's why I wanted this to be bingey, you know, just like Netflix yep. or whatever. Because well, I was just going to say that. I'll <laughs> forget. <laughs> yeah, I'll forget what happened, and then I, I'll probably give up. You know, I'm not going to reread. So I just wanted people to keep reading, and um, and it worked out for me too because you know where I started wasn't necessarily where I landed by the third book. So then I had to start to push some things into books two and one. <laughs> it was, okay. It was a process, let me tell you. But how uh, long, how long of a process was it to write the trilogy? Well, surprisingly, I mean, a lot of people might say two years isn't a long time. Uh, the first book only took me three months to write because I was just, I was just like, boom, here, here it is. And then um, I started to kind of go in a little bit, not a major different direction, but um, so then the second book took me six months and then I was weaving things into the first book and then I got to the third book and it was like, that was a year. So it was kind of like three months, six months, a year. And okay. then 
course, you know, editing and polishing and nonstop proofing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, and that's another thing I have to say, because I'm usually I used to be a proofreader mm-hmm. and I'm I hate when I read a book and there's a mistake. Yes, <laughs> I'm the same way. And I didn't see any in yours. No. Uh, well, if you read really early on, there were a few, <laughs> but we now so into now it. they're very clean. I yeah. mean, I'm a writer by trade and, um, you know, in my, I still work full time as a copywriter. And so the idea that I would have a typo just keep me up at night. So uh, <laughs> I not only paid an editor, but I had, I have friends who actually work for me. Uh, that are proofreaders and they were awesome. So well, they did I, a good job. I mean, yes. that's really kudos to everybody involved. Thank you. Yes. I have a question for you, Heather. So Dor- uh, this is Jenna. I know we sound very similar. Um, <laughs> during reading this book, all I could think was how, how did you come up with this storyline? Because my, I was thinking, please tell me these are not your experiences per se, maybe, yeah. maybe, an, maybe a very elaborate version of them. And then I thought, or do you just have a really vivid imagination or is it a, a combination of experience and vivid imagination? I, well, it's mostly imagination, but um, I drew from, you know, experiences and um, mostly I drew from the setting, but there are some, a lot of, especially in Upper Bucks County, Mm-hmm. Not when I was there. Now, now it's a lot different. But um, you know, I had lots of crazy experiences. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And you know, there's uh, there's the Rosicrucian um, pyramids there, mm-hmm. and so I drew from those. You know, I, had okay. do, I had to do a lot of research about uh, the occult and different types of. Um, you know, different brand. I mean, there are so many different levels and so many different, I mean, I think there's like at least 15 different Rosicrucian orders. And so I wanted to make sure I, first of all, I wanted to make sure I didn't say anything offensive. Right. <laughs> sure I did. So I, I've kind of, I'm, I'm in Rosicrucian groups and they know that I, you know, that I publish these books and I wanted to make sure that they knew that, you know, I know that they're not, you know, as crazy as my, my cult got, but <laughs> Um, so I, I needed like immediate, you know, pre-forgiveness there. So they were great. They've, they've been really good. Um, good. yeah, I, I also feel like, like Mary Frances was saying you get you, I got so enthralled in the story that I thought I was part of it, which I do with my Netflix shows too. It's just my personality, I guess. But I was like sad when I would stop reading a book or I'd put it down, I'd be like, well, wait, I need to find out what happened with so-and-so. And Mm -hmm. I don't want to give away any, any of the story, but, and I would get so deep into it that I'd feel like I was part of the, you know, what was going on. And I had to like protect or help or it it was, I mean, that's amazing for you to be able to do something like that to, to a person reading print is amazing. Well, one of the things that I sometimes, you know, where I get lost with authors or if I, you know, I don't finish books very often, honestly, because I feel like I don't have that, that I'm there. And that's why I wrote it in first person, but I also made sure, and probably ad nauseum, um, I wanted to say exactly, you know, what Jenny was doing. And I had to pull back on some of that because, you know, you don't need to know that she's eating, a, you know, <laughs> right at that moment. But um, I, def- I definitely wanted the reader to feel like, um, they were there and that they, you know, Jenny's not a perfect character 
And uh, I saw some harsh comments about her, you know, oh, I couldn't stand the main character. Well, she's flawed, you know, she's flawed. Yeah, I didn't, she's not going to be Mary Poppins. And so, um, and that's okay. She's human. And, and that comes through, I think, you know, especially as you keep reading. Yes, it definitely does. And a true story. So their planes always fly over my house. I'm in the New Hope area and planes fly over from Van Sant Airport. And without giving anything away from the book, I'm laying out the one day and I see a plane. And I thought to myself, I wonder if that's and I had to stop myself because I'm like, that's in the book, you dingbat. It's not real life. Well, I, I, after I finished, I, I love Van Sant Airport. I live not far from there. And um, I visited them. Um, what are their names? Oh, it's terrible that I just, I'm drawing a blank. Danny and um, Danny's the girl. And I can't think of the guy's name, which is shameful of me, mm-hmm. but um, they run, they run it there. And so I handed them some books and um, I haven't talked to them since I did, but that, that, cause that was last summer. So by now I, I, all I said was, you're going to need a tattoo. And then I laughed. <laughs> then I laughed. And uh, yeah, that's not too much of a spoiler, but. Right. So right. I do wonder what they think. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. But just the imagine and the imagination that you have to have written these books and the fact that being somebody from the area, the way you portrayed it to me, spot on. So oh, yeah. I, I think if I feel that way. I think people who aren't familiar with the area are probably even tenfold would feel that way because they, you know, now have been introduced to an area that you can look up and research online, except for, you know, Brantville. Yes. It was hard to come up. It was hard to come up with a new name, but uh, here's a funny story for you. Just in talking of uh, speaking of that, um, I started off on the Ottsville, one of the Ottsville pages, uh, Facebook pages just to hey, say, hey, I'm writing this book and it's about, you know, the series and it's about Upper Bucks County. So I had a couple of people start to follow and, and um, there's one woman, her name is Liz Wade, and she was just moving to Ottsville. Now, Brantville is Ottsville. They're, that's basically what I'm describing. Mm-hmm. And um, she said, well, we just moved to Ottsville. And, and I said, oh, where? Well, it, it was three houses maybe four away from where i grew up which is the exact location and i said oh my gosh you're not going to believe this (laughs) and i and i so she and her husband actually read the books before i launched them and they were just absolutely blown away and they learned so much about the area just because of the um you know the descriptions and so we're really good friends to this day and uh yeah so nice Nice, because I was telling Jenna, I was showing houses up in Haycock the other day, and it was starting, a storm started rolling in, and I was like, (laughs) I'm thinking to myself, I could be a character in Heather's book right now, (laughs) because um, it was funny, because I'm just driving along, and then the wind picked up, and then for some reason, my radio would only play gospel, and I'm going, (laughs) oh my gosh, what is happening? And I passed this little little ruins of a church, and I'm like, I'm in her book. I'm in the book. I've been twilighted and like you morphed have. into her book. You have. I would <laughs> myself when I was writing. Like if you know, the cat made a sudden movement when I was in the middle of describing something, I'd be like, oh. 
it's funny because I, I, I put, I literally put myself there like as if it was happening to me in mm -hmm. that moment, you know, I definitely became Jenny. And a lot of my friends who know me, they said, Oh my gosh, I had to turn off your voice because uh, it's so you. And I was like, well, I didn't want it to be me. You know, mm -hmm. even in the beginning, like I described the mom and that's not a spoiler. She, you know, she's not the nicest at, in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And uh, my mom was like, is that how you feel about me? And I said, <laughs> It's fiction. Remember, it's fiction. And, you know, and I, I don't want to, I won't give away too many other things, but other people have said the same thing. You know, my husband, you know, she's, she was married and my husband is like, um, yeah, hello. <laughs> this, no, it's not. And yes, there are some anecdotes that are real. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, at least four or five, uh, real things, you know, something, something really simple, like, and this isn't a spoiler, but Jenny's, uh, big wheeling with her little brother and they uh mm -hmm. jenny convinces her brother to to ride the big wheel off the chicken coop and uh, that's a true story <laughs> <laughs> I which i'm sure you share with many other siblings <laughs> i convinced my brother to ride his big wheel off the chicken coop roof and it didn't end well but oh um, my goodness yeah so I also like how, because we read the trilogy and we read it literally what, I don't even know. It was like two weeks. Three it, it was um, not even that. We wow. were, it was crazy. Um, we, I love how you connected everything. So even if, if you didn't read the first one and right. then you went to read the second one, like a, a, you know, a month or two later, you refreshed people and you make the connection. So you remember, okay, right. This is what's going on. Um, but when you, when you explained all the things that happened in the first book and what they now meant in the second, I was baffled. <laughs> I didn't even see that coming in the first book. Like, well, none of it, like where things were hidden and whatnot. Right. It was, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, it was like a puzzle. It, 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 was, it was awesome the way you did yes. it. Thank yes. you. And that's where writing all three at once came in handy so that I could, you know, leave in some clues. Now, a lot of people, mm -hmm. you know, some people were like, there's, there's too many characters and ah, sorry, sorry, not sorry. There, it, it, there is a little, you know, um, I have, I, I can't think of the word to call it, but it's not really complex, honestly. Like, no, if I could follow it, it's not. <laughs> no, there's a lot going on. There is a lot there going is. on. And that's what I wanted because I don't want anybody to be, to be bored, not for one minute, you know? Right. But it was the way you explained it. It was like Jenna said, it was easy to pick up and you didn't have to go back and read four chapters back right. because you couldn't remember because you refreshed the reader as you were yes. going. Yeah. And because you had so many characters that were in the whole book the whole time, yeah. you didn't forget about a character. Right. You, they were present at all times. Oh, no, I didn't want to do that. I didn't want yeah. there to be any loose ends because I knew I was not going to write a fourth book. <laughs> so, right. and I, I know. I think that you were very successful in mm -hmm. that because, um, because we have been telling everybody about these books. Oh my goodness, everybody. I have a friend who likes cult stories, and although I don't refer to this as a technically a cult, but right. she's into certain different things. Yeah. I'm like, you really need to read these books. I think you'll love them. Yeah, because yeah, it's more of a mystery suspense yes. like thing. With yeah, a suspense thriller. Yeah, there's, um, you know, at times it's scary, and you know, there were times that I even got emotional because I got so attached to the characters, mm -hmm. and there's one character in particular that that is uh 
very similar to one of my best friends and his name's Sal. And uh, so it's also her, you know, best, you know, really good. Yes. And so it was, uh, yeah, I I had such an emotional, even though he, you know, he could play good guy, bad guy. I had an emotional connection to him and, um, and, uh, and a lot of the characters I did, Uh, and even, you know, the main leader who, who was not so, you know, who was sort of evil, you know, also upset a few times, like as thinking about like how she would really feel in that situation. So I I think I do have like, (laughs) just a a crazy imagination, but. um, But that's a good thing. But that's a good thing for a writer. (laughs) Yeah, well, that is a good trait, right. (laughs) When did you get the writing bug? Like, did you always want to do this? Were you always an imaginative child? Yeah, I was. I think at at night, like there are, there are dreamers and I, and I tell my daughter this a lot, you know, at night when you can't sleep, think of a story, like think of a fun story that you can tell yourself. And that's how I used to fall asleep, just making up like stories in my head. And then all of a sudden I'd be out like a light. And mm-hmm. uh, originally I wanted to be a nurse and I did go to nursing school briefly. Mm-hmm. And then I ended up changing my major and it was the best. I still think I would have made a good nurse, but I <laughs> it ended up being a good decision for me. I've been writing since college, uh, mostly um, like you said, um, feature articles for the Bucks County Career Times. And then I got a job copywriting. So I've been in advertising for, oh gosh, 25 years. Um, And I love that too. Like that's very quick hitting, you know, lots of headlines, lots of shorter things. And then, so this was a pretty big, um, pretty big deal, (laughs) but especially to do it once. Um, As far as the writing bug went for a novel, I don't think, you know, as a writer by trade, I think you always think about that, but it's very hard to come up with a story and you think, well, what if it's already been done before? And um, one day my, my mom and I, we take these nostalgia tours, we call them through Bucks County to some of our old houses. And we always stop at the old farmhouse, which is, you know, the inspiration. Mm-hmm. But, uh, we, we were talking to the owners who've been there um, well, they've probably been there 10 to 15 years now. And I've spoken to them a, a few times before, but we started talking about, you know, some of the times we had there and he was, my mom, before you know, my mom and him were talking about plumbing and, you know, like <laughs> things that were wrong with the house. And I said to him, you know, before we left, I said, Hey, if you ever want me to watch the farm, like I would love to house sit. And he, and he said, I might take you up on that. Now. I don't know. If he, I don't know if he knows that I wrote these books, but, um, <laughs> Oh, that might change. He said, I might just take you up on that. And so on the ride home with my mom, I said, wouldn't it make a really cool story if you did go back and house sit, you know, at your own, at your old house and you find out all this kind of crazy stuff. And, and so that's kind of, and, and once I thought about that, I, I started to write and I didn't stop for two years. <laughs> I just didn't stop. That's fantastic. We were talking um, yesterday because we would love a sequel, but Jenna had mentioned that you could even do a prequel to these books. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and explain the, what happened to the parents and how they, how we got, how there. they got there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not that, yeah. not that you need any ideas. I'm sure you I know. I hear this all the time. You could do a spinoff of this character or mm-hmm. a prequel or, you know, 
And yeah, yeah it's, all, it's all things I'm, I'm considering now. I, um, I started to write another book and I'm, I'm into that, but I also started a publishing company <laughs> because, oh, wow. because I work in advertising and I, and I got into the publishing side. So I just, I'm launching that right now. So I've been really um, focused on that and I can send you guys a link there. Yeah, yeah the writing, I'd be happy to take them on as a client. So I'm all over the place. I really like to juggle. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. That's good. And keep in mind that I have a full-time job on top of this. So I and a family. Uh, and a family. <laughs> and a family. Well, she's going off to college, so Aww. I'll have even extra, you know, more time on my hands. So Oh, wow. So um, Jenna and I even argued over the love interests. <laughs> oh, yeah. In the book. No. For Jenny. Yes. I liked Ryan. And I liked Josh. <laughs> I was team Josh the whole time. <laughs> yeah. As soon as she met him, I was like, oh, yeah, no, he has to be the one. He has to be the one. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want to give too much away, but no. Yeah. You, you can come to that conclusion. It's sort of a, um, a slow process. You're like, wait, wait a minute, you know, wait, you know, yeah. Ryan. and then all of a sudden you're like, okay, you know, uh, you know, I, I, I kind of gradually. <laughs> yeah. And I think you have a bleeding heart for one of the characters versus the other. But at the same time, I was like, no, no, I, I hope that this ends the way I'm thinking it's going to end. And I'm not going to say whether it did or not, but it, it was, that's what kept us so like, yeah, we were hope we were like, what's <laughs> happening? Wait, wait. Yeah. <laughs> well, there is really a little bit of everything, right? So I definitely wanted there to be a little bit of that, like romance for yeah. who like that and um, drama, lots, there's plenty of drama. You know, some people say, you know, soap opera, but I didn't want it to be exactly like that, but it does keep you wanting to read the next chapter, right? Yes. So. I think you need to stop listening to the negative critics and yes. listen to all the positive ones because <laughs> I do. I do. I I had um and I and I knew it was coming, but uh I did make the top selling list but uh on um on a free book and when I say free, I still get paid. Um it's through the Kindle Unlimited program. And the more okay. the more free books you sell the better because um every single page turned in the Kindle Unlimited program earns you money. So it was it was a fantastic thing. But for some reason, people who read free books tend to be like the harshest critics. So all of my like best-selling author friends are like, just be prepared, be prepared. Right. Um, but I'm so used to all the positive feedback that I was like, whoa. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but just talk to us if you need yeah. positive feedback. But, yeah. You know, I still, I, I, uh, I know my truth. I know, I, I know it's good. And uh, I went to the best, you know, I went to the best reviewers and I made sure because I didn't want to launch anything that was, you know, <laughs> not normal. So, right. Um, well, I, you could still say it's not normal, but no, but it was, it was so much fun. It was so much fun to write that um, it was like, I was ready for it to be over. But at the same time, like I miss every, I miss all the characters too. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that's why we're waiting. We're waiting. <laughs> we're waiting. I know. I'm so sorry. We might have to reread them again just to get back into the Me too. You know, story. Yeah. Well, I did actually. Cause so I had it on Kindle originally cause you couldn't get books um, in delivered the in the beginning. Yeah. So I went and ordered the 
all three of the books and I have them. And, you know, maybe at some point we could meet in Lumberville and you can sign my books and we'll treat you to lunch and yeah, that would be great. talk I'd about it. Yeah. Because yeah, I have them and I did um, start rereading them the other day. And I said to Jenna, I'm like, oh, my God, I forgot that part. And yeah. I got all excited <laughs> all over again. So congratulations. They really are fantastic. Thank read. you so much. I appreciate it. Well, thank you. Yes, thank you for being on the podcast and taking time out of your very busy schedule, I'm sure, to be with us. Um, and we will wait with bated breath for any other stories that you're putting out, regardless of what they're about. I think they're going to be amazing. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Sure. Thank you, Heather. Um, I, I'm not going to keep you because I know you have somewhere to be, and we try to keep our, our people's yeah, attention scan. Right, maybe four hours. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we could talk forever. So thank you and best of luck on your next venture with your publishing. That's fantastic. And good luck and continued success on your podcast. That's thank awesome. you. Thank you so much. Okay. Take care, guys. You too. Have a great day. You too. Thanks, Bye. Heather. So everybody, really, I don't think we could drive it home anymore. Mm -hmm. I mean, we named a couple of books that we enjoyed um, in the beginning of the podcast. But the ones to get are the trilogy by Heather Slowicki. It is element of secrecy, element of danger, element of truth. And they are a must read. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have time on your summer read list, make sure it's on your fall read list. And just remember that reading gives us somewhere to go when we have to stay where we are. Namaste. Namaste.